gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln. You need to move more like a doll. We don't need a bunch of cats in here. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Nathan Brennan. College football season is just around the corner as Big Ten Media Days is wrapping up. Uh, our guys that we sent out to Big Ten Media Days are uh, traveling. They don't want to miss a day of work, so they're going to make sure uh, to get a jump start and get back here. I can't promise if uh, any of them might take a day off. It might happen. But in any case, uh, we are happy to be back here with you guys in studio. This is the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket. And uh, we still got some some stuff to play from Big Ten Media Days that we'll do uh, throughout the day. Plenty of, uh, of players. Of course, Nebraska's turn was yesterday. Uh, but if you, didn't, uh, if you weren't listening this morning, uh, we'll continue to play what we had earlier today. Uh, we'll have the Barry Alvarez interview probably um, here in a few hours. Going to play like halfway through the hour, um, each hour, and uh, uh, get kind of uh, get you caught up on what we've done at Big Ten Media. So Barry Alvarez will play. We'll play from Isaiah Williams, the uh, Illinois wide receiver, por- former quarterback. Uh, Peyton Thorne and Jaden Reed set down. That's a great duo out there at Michigan State. Can't wait to see what they do now that Kenneth Walker is out the door. They're the primary targets there on offense. Ronnie Hickman, the Ohio State safety. We will replay his interview earlier as well as Xavier Henderson, the Michigan State safety. So lots to break down there and listen to from earlier on in Big Ten Media Day. Um, but, of course, the most of the commotion is... Scott Frost with no opening statement. That seems to be the biggest uh, news or thing to debate now on on Husker Twitter or on on the on the uh, message boards or whatever it may be. Uh, my name is Jake Bachman. He is Nathan Brennan along with me. You can jump into our conversation at any time. Honda of Lincoln Hotline 402-464-5685 or the Sonner Hammond text line. Same number 402 402- Four six four five six eight five, and uh, so, so Scott Frost did uh, meet with the media. It was Nebraska's turn at Big Ten Media Days the other day. He was actually the first coach to go to the podium, and he decided to skip. Um, an opening statement. Every other coach made their opening statement uh, in the Big Ten. Scott Frost decided to skip it, uh, just field questions, and then you know, on after getting off the podium, fielding questions to the side. Is this a big deal? You guys let us know. Again, start a text line 402-464-5685. Ultimately, obviously, if you get into the uh, just win games and and win game category, certainly that's going to matter more than anything. Um, I don't cert- I don't see it. First of all, I'll give my opinion. I don't see it as too big of a deal, um, but I do see it as uh, uh, another indicator of something that I've never really understood, which is Scott Frost in the CEO role. I don't think that that's necessarily plays to his strength. That's not the reason why he got the head coaching job. In my mind, it's kind of a last-ditch effort to make this thing work. Uh, and this continues to me to show that he's not necessarily ideal for the CEO role and for him to bypass this, and I, and I think he's tired of talking. He's tired of having his words twisted around and used against him because no matter what you do, until you do win, uh, that's going to happen. So I, I think that there there might be a bit of, of, of tiredness there from some Coach Frost 
and didn't want to get his words twisted around. At the same time, it, it you know it doesn't take much to put together a little statement of where your team's at and, and all that. And you know the opening, especially when you're opening the Big Ten all together, you know the eyes of the conference are on you. The, you know this is a televised ordeal. This is um, the one time that the outside media um, from outside the Lincoln, you know Omaha, Nebraska area get to hear from you and to bypass an opening statement. Again, not a big deal to me, but uh, a lack of, of embracing the CEO role a bit is, is what I see there. And if that's what his role is going to be, and he's kind of fought against that again yesterday, he doesn't just want to be a figurehead. He's, he's going to be involved in the offense. Um, but that CEO role thing still stands out to me because he's not, he's not always great at the, at the podium. He's not always great after games, um, you know, sometimes saying things that even if they may be true to me are better left unsaid or, or kept to yourself. Um, so that's where I come out about it. Not not infuriated, but again, it's just another indicator to me that this CEO role is uh, is a last ditch effort to make this thing work. And it just might. It just doesn't necessarily play to Scott Frost's strengths. All right, Bach. I guess it's my turn. I have heard Husker fans say a lot of ridiculous things. I myself have said many, many ridiculous ridiculous things, plenty of ridiculous things. This becoming the talk or the situation or the conversation piece that we want to have at a Big Ten is probably the most ridiculous one that I've heard yet. He came out and Kevin Suits pointed it out, uh, sports anchor for 10-11, and he said, the coaches are going to come out, and if they would like, they're going to start with an opening question or an opening statement, and then they're going to take questions. Under no circumstance did he have to have an opening statement. <laughs> he had just gone gotten off questions from primarily, like we talked about, Nebraska beat writers, Nebraska reporters, some other people filtered in throughout the Big Ten. He had already spent forty five minutes to an hour before that answering questions, and on top of that. He's going to the complete and total narrative that Nebraska is still not a bold team. They still haven't turned it around. What's going to change this year? He's going to be answering basically the same questions, just more at a broader audience and then on a national scope. What are we doing? How, out of everything that we could possibly take away from Big Ten Media Day, keep in mind, they did actually need to get back. So I, I don't yeah, know. he got back for Fan Day. He had to get back for Fan Day, and he was back for Fan Day, and yeah. so were the players. I, I don't know how much maybe an opening statement. I think Narduzzi's was about five, ten minutes. So in those terms, I guess you could have done five, ten minutes. But for crying out loud, guys, like, what are we doing right now? Is this really what we're going to take away from from the entire Big Ten Media Day experience? I mean, we had great sound bites from Trev Alberts. Say what you will about Scott Frost. There have been a lot of times that he's gone in front of the podium and said things that I don't necessarily agree with, things that are very questionable. Well, and I think the Trev Alberts thing, at least in some people's mind, is working against him. Is that Trev Alberts is so well-spoken, very, you know, Worked in broadcasting for a while. I mean, Well, trying to get out in front of promoting NIL and the university and togetherness and all that. And Scott Frost would rather not speak too much. But about it. but this is the thing though is I listen to just about every single question and every single answer that Scott Frost had on that podium and even off the podium when he just spoke to the media separately, Nebraska uh, media specifically. He answered every question I thought phenomenally. 
Like, I, I think for the most part, again, Scott Frost has his issues on the podium and does a lot of head scratchers and things like that. I thought he answered every question great. And I think that he handled everything great. Listen, you got to understand, this is a guy that had great success at Oregon, phenomenal success at UCF, goes back to his alma mater where he's put in a very difficult situation. Let's not act like Mike Riley threw him the best situation possible at Nebraska. Well, over the 1,000-yard back and a wide receiver that he Come on. Let, let, let's not act like Scott Frost has had the best, the best situations. <laughs> let's not act like he's been thrown in the best situations. Right. Like it, It's just... Let's be realistic here. Did did he get thrown into a 3-9 football team in year four? No, I'll give you that. That's probably a little bit out of control. But let's not act like he was given a 10-2 football team like a lot of these other coaches were, like Mike Riley, or excuse me, 9-3 I think it was. Excuse me. 9-4. Like he, he wasn't <laughs> given – this isn't what he was given. And he's been dealt a tough hand, and he's done a lot of questionable moves that rightfully so he's been criticized. Like if I'm Scott Frost, I'm sick of it too. I would I, I again, I don't know if that was the best way because obviously the media, the fans are going to look pretty far into it because we need something to talk about, which is fine. But like I'd be sick of it too. What questions do you have? We get it. We were 3 and 9 last year and we were the first team in NCAA history to lose 9 games all by single digits. I get it. Like I I don't blame him and he looks tired and he looks exhausted. I would be too. It's a lot to coach at the University of Nebraska, especially when you're a two-time national champion at the University of Nebraska. And the guy that is your boss is also a national champion. Like, there are so many things that go a into Buckus this. Award winner. A Buckus Award winner. Did he not win a national championship? No. Well, he was in the championship game. Second, Charlie Ward left and right, but they ended up missing a field goal. Right, right, right. Correct, correct. Excuse me. So, been to a national championship. Sorry. Yeah. Had success at Nebraska. Second overall pick, Butkus Award oh, yeah. winner. Yada, yada, yada. I think it was like, fifth pick, but whatever. There's, was he? <laughs> I, th- I know it was the Colts. Yeah. Um, regardless, it's it's big shoes to fill. You have someone that obviously has high standards for Nebraska. You, we, can, we played his interview a couple times. You guys can head to our website, listen to it too. Phenomenal interview talking about the state of the program, what it means for Nebraska. Just a great interview overall. There are a lot of things that have gone wrong in Scott Frost's tenure that I'm okay with us criticizing him for, and I will be right there with you guys. But the fact that he doesn't have an opening statement at Big Ten Media Days, I really don't think we need to make this a bigger deal than it is. Well, what do you what do you like, think it, it means for the CEO role that he's supposedly taking over? Isn't that one of, like, to be the face of the program, to have, um, you know, l- like Trev Alberts, to go out there and try to, uh, you know, at least, Push togetherness, or you know, in my mind, it's 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 trying to get the NIL um, deal here at Nebraska up and running. Like, bring attention to it, whatever the positives are, and you can look at three and nine and, and all that. Um, you know, you know, bring the positive attitude to it. Talk about um, some of the players that you're adding from the portal or that you expect to have, um, you know, outside or talk about, or just talk about the three that, that you brought with you. I mean, this isn't that hard. It, it, there's just, uh, there's a lot of different ways to do it to completely but- skip. It is again, I don't have a huge problem with it. It's not going to cost them any games. It just, to me shows a lack of maybe even interest in being in the CEO role. Um, because that's what a that's what a CEO uh, role is. I, I think you're thinking uh, you're looking a little too far into it, though. Like, 
If he wouldn't have mentioned every his other at all, coach of the Big and Ten, and that's fine. Did it. But you, but you know what? Not every coach lost nine games by single digits and is sick of hearing the Tom same Allen thing that he's heard all offseason. Pat Fitzgerald and it's and, the, and it's Indiana. Like it's it's Indiana University. It's the University of Nebraska, and you were a good team last year that lost nine games by single. We get it. Like he's heard it all off season. He heard it all media day. Like I, he's probably sick of it. And, and it would be one thing if he didn't mention the players at all. But there were numerous times he used the question that he was given and turned it into the players that were with him. He said Garrett Nelson was the best leader Nebraska's had in years. Like, let's not act like he's just not talking about the players. He's not talking like the questions that he was given, I think he answered well. Yeah, that's and I think, nobody's arguing about the questions. And, and, I, and, and the Jason problem. says the same thing, and this is kind of where I'm getting at too. He says Frost is damned if he does and damned if he doesn't when it comes to the press and naysayers. I I, I mean like yeah, I just the, – the CEO thing, I don't really understand the correlation there. Like, he, he said that he is taking a step back. This is your State of the Union. This is every year – not – if you're getting tired of Nebraska media, so be it. But this is your, your chance to get in front of Big Ten media – uh, and, and say something positive about your program again, or just, you know, it, you, it, the, the problem is, is, is it, it gives off a, a tired look. It gives off maybe a too cool look. Doesn't want to be there type of feel. If you don't have an opening statement, because this, this is yearly, you do this as a head coach every year. Um, and I can't remember who said it, but they're, you know, talk, sitting down and talking to a, another media member from earlier saying like a few years ago, Scott Frost was like the guy, like where he Ryan was. Day and Jim Harbaugh are getting surrounded. He was, everybody, you know, he was the guy and and he was, you know, uh, at, at that time, fairly cocky and arrogant as, as we know early on in the Scott Frost regime. And you just, you know, to have it fall for, from that to the point that he just doesn't even seemingly want to be there. Um, it, it's just, it's, 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 it's sad. I mean, the, it, the it thing just, is it's though, not, it doesn't give you, uh, a, a, any sort of positive. I mean, you're there to give people a look into your program. People starve for access and you're just not too interested but altogether. The, the thing is though, pocket, and, and this is what everyone says. And this is why I love the statement. Whoever the texter is that said, you're damned if you, you're damned if you don't. Everyone has said all offseason, we're tired of hearing the coach speak. We're tired of hearing, oh, that Nebraska's great. Oh, we're going to turn it around. We just want to see action. That's kind of what he's doing by that. It's like, what do you got for me? What next? We're ready to go practice. We're ready to get to business. And I like, I don't know if that's necessarily what he was getting at, but that's kind of my takeaway is like, we, we've heard it. Like, what are you going to say in your opening statement that we haven't heard for the past four, five, six months? We legitimately, we've probably heard everything from Scott Frost. We're going to hear. We've heard everything with Mark Whipple. We're going to hear. We've heard everything with Mickey. Like we've heard the coach speak. We get what the, we get. What is going to happen? This do you season. understand what Big Ten Media Day is? I they get, can't. They can't win games. They can't do any of that. This is again that all they can do is coach that, speak but, or speak or and give he us did. access. And, and, give I, us I, and I feel like he did. And I feel like he gave us interest. He answered the questions well. Like just because he doesn't give a two minute opening statement, I'm sorry. That it means literally nothing to me like I, I I really don't want to look into it because if he did give an opening statement okay if he do, if he doesn't like I, I just don't understand like I think that this is saying that and I might be wrong in saying this we are desperately grasping for a reason to be frustrated with Scott Frost going into this season you don't have to he gets in his own way but that's the thing is like he he did and he does but everything that the fans asked from Scott Frost over the offseason I would say he's done 
He went into the transfer portal and got a starting quarterback. He went in the transfer portal and helped out the defensive line that was struggling. He went into the coaching carousel or whatever you want to call it these days. He got coaches that want to come to Nebraska and look like good fits. Like he he ta- he says that he is taking a step back into the CEO role even if you don't interpret it that he's doing it, it well. But he's he said that he's taking that step back. He is having open communication with Trev Alberts. Both have then said this like he has done everything and I know the the record speaks for itself and I am angry about the record too and Nebraska fans I love the passion. I love that you're mad about the record as you should be. It's Nebraska for crying out loud. You should never be this bad over a four or five year stretch I get it but he has done everything that you have asked him to do up to this point and we are trying to find something to be frustrated with and I just I don't get it if this but if at the end of the day if this is all that we're frustrated with the Scott Frost going to the season I'll take it like if, if well, this is if this, this is it, it. <laughs> if this is it up to this point I, this is fine it, it, there could be a lot worse things going on with the program than this a lot worse things going on well, and you know there there have been two over the, over the years at times. Right. Last year was was very interesting summer leading up into um, you know going into the season. Obviously, a change of the athletic director, and then um, you know the Johnny Rutledge stuff. Um, so hopefully, you're right. Hopefully, you know this is the last thing that you can get too upset about. Um, I just I, again, I'm not too upset. I, I I don't get too upset about it. I wasn't too upset about it yesterday, so it'd be fake for me to come on and all of a sudden get mad because the rest of Husker. You know, I shouldn't say the rest of Husker Nation. A small majority, you know, a small uh, group on the internet is upset about it. I just, I, I, I don't. I've said all along, and I think this is another example. I don't think he fits into the CEO role all that well. It, it doesn't necessarily make sense uh, for a guy that that you know. It just, it to me, it's again the last ditch effort. What else? Are, what, I mean, you got to find something for him to do uh, or to categorize it. And I don't think that that's necessarily going to be the case either. As he's talked about, he's going to ha- have his a- hands in the offense. Hopefully, he's going to have his hands um, around the team, more more attention paid to the I special so. teams and you know the defense when it needs to be. Um, but uh, it just the CEO role doesn't suit Scott Frost all that well. And I don't care if he's upset or frustrated. He makes four million dollars a year. Used to be more than that um, to be the face of the program. And at times. You know, there was there was he was always uh, saying, you know, we could, we could penalize him for saying too much because he did. I mean, he threw out a lot of comparisons early in his tenure with always talking about year two and that stuff didn't pay off. I'm not saying be overly arrogant or overly confident, but if your role is to jump in and be the face of the program, don't skip the state of the union address. You know, that that that's 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 like one of the first things I would think as far as being a CEO role is, OK, how do I how do I make it come off that this like if that's what if that's what the, the presentation of what you're going to be doing, put some effort into it, like get, make it look like you're actually look, looking to be more of the CEO type of guy, CEO type of head coach that that was a bad look. As far as that, the Big Ten media days, but I just it overall, don't think it was a bad look. It was a bad look as far as the CEO role doesn't matter in totality too much. Uh, whether they're going to win or lose games, how much he talks uh, with an opening statement at Big Ten media days. But I'd encourage him again. This is when the, you know when the rest of the press uh, outside of Nebraska gets to see you and in. in and, I, and, 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 and you, as far as inside Nebraska, everybody's starved for the smallest thing. And all you need to do is go up there and say a few positive things. If I'm Scott Frost, every time I talk or the national media has a chance to talk to me, 
I bring up the NIL at but Nebraska. You know, I bring up the fan support at Buck, Nebraska. I'm going to tell you. I bring up anything positive for Nebraska because that's the one look you got. Look, ESPN, I just was watching today covering the Big Ten Media Days. They talked about Penn State. They talked about Michigan State. They talked about Michigan. They talked about Ohio State. Probably not going not gonna to dive into Nebraska one way or the other. But, again, this is your chance to, to make some noise, to make uh, some awareness of the positive things going on at Nebraska. But and he just chose not to. I'm going to tell you right now, whether he gave an opening statement or he didn't, the national media does not give a damn. The national media is going to have the same thing in the same well, headline. He something. No, they're going to have the same headline no matter what he says. And that's Scott Frost, number one hot seat in America. I don't care if Scott Frost went out there and said, Nebraska is back. Nebraska is going to run through the Big Ten. You know what the top headline is going to be? Scott Frost says this, under the hottest seat in America. The, the national media doesn't give a damn about an opening statement. And we shouldn't either. You know what his opening statement is going to be? Week zero in Ireland is going to be his opening statement. I couldn't care less what he has to say, to be honest with you. At this point, I've heard it. I've heard it all. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't care if he went to every single after this said, what questions you got for me? As long as you win football games, I don't care. And I just and I understand like it is a bit frustrating because as media members, this is kind of what we use to propel us into the season. We use the the Big Ten Media Day going into the preseason, going into week zero. I get all of that. But you know what? If Nebraska wins or loses, no one's going to remember the opening statement. They're going to remember that they lost on the field, and they're going to remember that they won on the field. And I hope for Scott Frost's sake, this is just a huge just give them the finger to everybody. Is what, what it? You know what our opening statement is? Week zero. That that's my opening statement. This 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 means absolutely nothing to me. It just doesn't. Of course, here on the Ticket Water Cooler and on ninety three seven the Ticket, you can uh, tune in on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. So we like to give a shout out to those that comment uh, on those on those devices. UH Book says, if our biggest fall pre-camp complaint is Frost saying words at media days, this is a very successful offseason. Bingo. Stop digging for something to complain about. You can't say he was cocky and arrogant for what he said in the past. Uh, years at Media Day and then say he's cocky and arrogant for what he doesn't say. The man can't win. What do you want from him? Um, so uh, even if you disagree with me, I'll read your comments because uh, you, you certainly yeah. need to be in there. Now, obviously, disagree, as, disagree with me, too. I, it's fine. Well, as long as you and, and as you can tell, Nate and I don't disagree on this topic. And I think that that's <laughs> uh, I think that's the dividing line right between those that are that I mean, honestly, are doubting Frost and, and kind of what's going on uh, into the season because they just want to see wins. Um, and then those that are just going to support the, the Scarlet and Cream no matter what, or those mm-hmm. that believe that enough positive things have happened to um, to warrant um I guess not saying anything at Big Ten Media Days for the opening statement or, um, you know, whatever it is that, that other people complain about. Um, again, bottom line, I don't I don't think it's a big deal. I don't think it's a huge deal. It's not incredibly frustrating. I just I think it's another example of him not necessarily being ideal fit for this new CEO role that he's got. But I suppose it's I suppose there's you got to give him something. And that's what he's got. I to just do. I you know what? And I and I'm going to be called a Scott Frost defender and I'm OK with that. I am. I think he's done everything. Everything I could have possibly asked him to do in the offseason, he's done. Seriously. I need, I, I need I think, a few more offensive lines. Okay, okay. If we want to be that picky, offensive You know line. why I'll be that picky? Because as he said yesterday, this team will go as far as the offensive line takes it. 
Um, that was not a good offensive line last year, and they lost their two best guys, in my opinion, from that offensive line. So uh, that is still a major concern for me going into the season. Listen, we'll take a quick break. It is uh, we part two of our Big Ten Media Day coverage, so we'll play uh, some some audio from earlier that we got in today. Let's play a little Isaiah Williams uh, and uh, the Illinois wide receiver. We'll play him next. Coming up on the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket. 